Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. And with us, we've got a special guest. He's coming here an awful lot lately. Yeah, it's almost like he's popular or something. Yeah. Uh, this is our huge WrestleMania episode, so who better to get than Hulk Hogan himself, right everybody? Oh yeah, brothers. <laughs> That's right. Welcome back. Yeah, <laughs> uh, We have got Mark Warzeka, original Curtain Jerker himself, director of On Your Mark, uh, director of shows all around Los Angeles area. And Detroit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't be stopped in a Twitter machine. Uh, we couldn't. We couldn't <laughs> top our introduction from last time. I feel like this. We sort of stumbled this time. Mm-hmm. All around cool we dude. Stumbled. All around. You stumbled. All around cool dude. Mark Warzeka. And I love my mama on Valentine's Day. Yeah. And I love my mama on Father's Day. What about Arbor Day? I love my mom on Flag Day. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be on the show this week because this week was insane fucking crazy how you you described it best like this has been the biggest news item uh like week in wrestling in the last 20 years the biggest season finale and season premiere yeah of wrestling in 48 hours more happened in this last more happened in this past week of wrestling than maybe any one other single week the entire time i've been watching wrestling so which is like 28 years or something. And that includes when they figured <laughs> out the like 28 years. You're pretty close to that. I think you know what the answer is. Well, I'd have to do the math, and I'm really bad at math. I'm You're thir- turning 28 really soon, right, Mark? I started watching wrestling in August of 1986. Oh, okay. so that makes you twenty. Uh, well, I'm thirty-seven 27? now. Okay. If you're and on I started SoundCloud, watching when I was nine. If you're if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, do the math for Mark <laughs> and comment in there how many years it is. Yeah. Tweet it to me. <laughs> Twenty-seven, twenty-eight, something like that. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Well, that's exciting. So this is the biggest week. I so think so many things happened. We had Hall of Fame. We had WrestleMania. We yeah. had uh, Lesnar ending the streak. That's right. Spoiler alert. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, man. We God. got him. I haven't Perfect. watched WrestleMania yeah, yet. This is a very big WrestleMania <laughs> episode. I mean, you know, we should say if you have not seen WrestleMania yet, <laughs> stay tuned because we're really going to we're really going to describe the whole show. For Guys, you. I hope this isn't going to mess up the podcast, but I haven't seen any of this stuff yet. <laughs> the only thing I saw was the Mid-South Fan Convention. <laughs> <laughs> I was at the Mid-South Wrestling Fan Convention and that's it. That's OK. We can't talk about anything else. I was in line for Kevin Nash's WrestleMania party. I did not get in. <laughs> You're you're doing better than Steve. Most times we're talking about something on the show, and he hasn't seen it either, and he, he just flies with it. So you're good. Hey, is that a Snickers bar? Yeah, there you go. It isn't. Regular Mrs. Dad over here. Yeah. By the way, you? I asked Phil. This is something that happened at uh at, at WWE Hall of Fame. They gave us media passes, and we were up in the nosebleeds. And I took the camera that we had to record, and I was just filming Mrs. Dad. And I'm trying to figure out legally. Since it's not, that isn't televised, like, remove all the music and everything that's happening to just show footage of Miz and his dad completely ignoring one another and then looping audio over it. <laughs> I'm wondering, yeah, I, I wonder what I the legality know, of that is. But I, I think we're going to do it. I saw a piece. Ha- I, I have saw, the footage. I saw a sliver of Miz's dad on the Hall of Fame uh, after Raw the other night. They just show, he's on TV just briefly, just like, he looks like he's wearing a red suit. I recorded like four minutes of footage of him just sitting there ignoring his son. Well, now that we're done. <laughs> to brass tacks, everybody. 
The Miz's dad was at the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest news item that's that's come out of this week. Probably future Hall of Famer. <laughs> Probably I mean, right? sooner than Michael Hayes. He'll be oh. in the dad. He'll be in the father wing of the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Mark, they're going to open next to the celebrity wing, next the daddy to the wing. mama wing, next to Mr. T. The, that's a the small mama wing. wing that's is a, just Mr. T's mama. Yeah, that's a small wing. <laughs> that's like a closet. But it's a big wing. Yeah, I thought wing. I loved my mama before Mr. T's speech. I thought I loved my mother in real life, but mm-hmm. Mr. T taught me. I do not love my mother the way a mother is supposed to be loved. Did you call your mother immediately after that? I haven't called my mom since then. I'm ashamed to face my mom after that speech. <laughs> Man, he sounds like he blew everybody I out should of have water. Mr. T call my mom. Because Mr. T probably loves my mama more than I even love my mama. Well, what will happen is if Mr. T calls your mama, <laughs> then she, your mom will realize how much you don't love her. So that'll be bad news for you. Yeah, if anything, true, you should true. have Mr. T like tone it down. I didn't know I was supposed to love my mama on Valentine's Day. I always thought my dad could love my mom on Valentine's Day. So could you, Mark? You know, I don't know. I don't know if the I feel are open. comfortable with the that. The floodgates are open. I can love my mama on, fl- on Flag Day. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Arbor Day. Arbor Day, I'm good with. Halloween Day. Halloween Day, I'm good with. When's Boxing Day? <laughs> uh, that is the, the day, day after, after Christmas, Christmas, the 26th. Yeah. I love my mama on Boxing Day. She probably got me some nice gifts. Mm-hmm. But Valentine's Day, eh. Sweetest day? Eh. What's mm. sweetest day? Sweetest day is a regional holiday. Oh, um, that's mostly I believe it originated in Cleveland. It's very very popular in uh, some of the Midwest, including Michigan, where I'm from. Uh, sweetest day in Michigan is city dropper. It is the equi- <laughs> it's the equivalent a mistake by the lake. <laughs> <laughs> it's equivalent in popularity to Valentine's Day. So it's basically like a second Valentine's Day. You have Valentine's Day and Sweetest Day. Is this Day the Sadie Hawkins of proms, year. but in terms of holidays? No, you think the shit would be reversed, right? Like on Valentine's Day, guys get nights things for ladies. Yeah. And then on Sweetest Day, it would be the other way around. Blowjob. No, it's not. It's the same. It's like it's just Valentine's Day again. Day. Yeah, a, we talked about Steak and Blowjob Day the other where, day. Where, where were we? We were, were we at, at a House of Pies. God, they did not have steaks that I wanted, nor blowjobs. Have you heard of Steak and Blowjob Day? No. That's the day after Valentine's Day? It's somewhere around that that time. Is you know a- what? I All I'm saying is if you're in a good relationship, any day could be Steak and Blowjob Day. That's you know what, what I mean. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know what Unless you're a vampire. Or you've got a Ralph's card that's expired. Moment of silence. <laughs> For that Ralph's <laughs> we'll card. We'll get to that, that moment of shut silence down the later show. on. <laughs> Because, <laughs> yes, we even have to get to that at some point. That, yes, the Ultimate Warriors passed away. This is just a, an insane week of everything that's gone on. This yeah. is probably my favorite cold open of Curtain Jerks ever. This is where we'd play the Curtain Jerks theme song now if we did cold opens. <laughs> we're still in the cold open? I think we're still in the cold open. <laughs> Cut to a blackout. Cut to a blackout. So uh, I went. I, I went to WrestleMania. I went to all that stuff this year. And you yeah. guys... You unfold your arms. We know that you went. No, I'm cold. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, shave off your mustache. <laughs> but my upper lip is cold. All right. Well, there you go. All right. How was WrestleMania? Mark, stop shaking your knees. I'm just... What? I'm cold, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you guys... Where did you guys watch the Hall of Fame? We watched it at uh, Mark's penthouse. No, we... Well, WrestleMania, we watched at my place. What did... Yeah. The Hall of Fame? Yeah, I did not watch it live. You watched it live, correct? I watched the Hall of Fame the night before WrestleMania on the network by myself. Okay. Yeah. Next time you should invite me. I, I didn't want to, Steve. Uh, please, next time. <laughs> you Mark, get, you Mark, get, please, you please. You get too emotional during the Hall of Fame. I've never seen a Hall of Fame the whole way through. How That's li- why, because you can't take it. <laughs> yeah, I can only handle you the weep. Edit. You break down in tears. It's just too much for you. It's such what? a hard life on the road. <laughs> 
<laughs> the sentiment is too much. It's too much. It's too much. I only get to watch the edited version after Raw. <laughs> I, that, that's all you can handle. That's all I'm that's allowed. That's all you can that's handle. All I'm is that 44 minutes edited down? Well, start okay. the Hall of Fame. Okay. Tell me about the Hall of Fame. Favorite guys. speech. Who is your favorite speech? Well, I want to. First of all, as an overview, I, I think I've watched all the Hall of Fames. You know, when they put them out on DVD every year. Now I'm really. Thank you. We should put you I in should, the Hall of Fame. I should get put in the Hall of Fame for my obedience to watching the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I'll get. I'll go in the Hall of Fame wing of the Hall of Fame. Yes. Um, but um, attendance. one of the things I love about the network is we're going to get to watch the Hall of Fame live in its entirety every year. I thought that was awesome because mm -hmm. otherwise you'd have to wait until they would put the DVD out along with WrestleMania every year and they would have the whole Hall of Fame on there. But I think I've watched them all. I really like them. I, I think it's such a cool, fun night for the industry. And um, I this has to have been the most memorable Hall of Fame across the board. I thought it had the most memorable speeches, the insanity of Mr. T, the uh, Jake speech, the warrior speech, even like a couple moments there with Hall, um, the Carlito Cologne. Car Car Carlos Cologne uh, uh, was not a highlight, but Carlito was <laughs> Carlito was. Mm -hmm. So I thought I thought it was the most memorable Hall of Fame ever. Hmm. All yeah, right. I won't argue that. I've seen. I mean, probably, what was better? I've seen probably half of the Hall of Fame. Okay. Now, how I think was the it one where they revamped it? Was a really cool one. The one in two thousand four. I how, think. How many have you seen live, Scott? Um, in person. What? In person. In person. <laughs> in person. Uh, I have seen one. This one. This yes. one you just saw recently. Yes. Okay. What's it like? So we, you know, I watched it on the network live. Mm -hmm. Enjoyed it. So yes. they separate all the normies from the wrestlers, correct? Yes, yes, like they do. You guys are completely separated from each other. You're not allowed to touch them. Mm -hmm. You're not allowed to oogle them. Mm -hmm. You're not allowed to. It's frowned upon looking at them, quite mm -hmm. honestly. And there was news, like there was news that they had sent an email to everyone that was attending the Hall of Fame this year. WWE had the night before that said, "You can't catcall. You know, be respectful. If you are not respectful, you'll be immediately ejected from the building." So no, you suck, dick. Chance for the uh, <laughs> for Lita. for for, uh, for Carlos Colon. No, for uh, Percy the Pringle the Third. Oh, jeez, you got to take it that's there. Where huh? You had to go. What oh really? There's they got the email. <laughs> I didn't say Where it. was this email sent to? It's because I almost Pe called him Paul Heyman Bearer, and I was like, that's not right. It went to people who had bought their tickets online, I guess, like through Ticketmaster that had an email address attached oh. to their tickets. Well, but I didn't get You got yours me. a special way. You didn't mm -hmm. get a WWE-sponsored text alert telling you to fucking keep your shit together? <laughs> no dick suck chance. No, no dick suck chance. Hashtag be respectful. Uh, no, I well, I haven't talked about this on the show yet. I got media passes to go to WrestleMania and all that stuff. So yeah. um, it was not on behalf of Curtain Jerks. I think we're uh, on the low end of the totem pole. For some reason, I don't think they would approve something from the Comedy Podcast Network <laughs> to do media for them. When are we going to change our names to the News Podcast Network? Ooh, good thinking. Yeah. that's or a legit podcast network. <laughs> the Press Pass Podcast Network. Mm -hmm. I like all these. Mm -hmm. uh, so when I was there, we were – initially supposed to cover the red carpet but my boss i shared a plane with her she was in first class i was not maria menounos and kevin undergirl were there and she was flown out to do the red carpet i, for I watched that as well she looked like she did a great job she did do a great job yeah she's fun they did a one hour live special on the network which was live from the red carpet where they did 
quick interviews with a ton of different wrestlers that were there for the Hall of Famers and others that were there for the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. It was very well produced. It was great. And that was international media was down there because they said that was the one time that they're going to have the opportunity to cover WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. That's where you get to have nudity in the F word. Oh, yeah, because it's international. And so you said, I'm here with the International Podcast Network. Mm -hmm, That's right. God damn it. (laughs) The IPN. And uh, they said UPN. And I said, no. And then so they said, I'm sorry. And then they took away their VHS copy of Shasta McNasty and said, I guess I'll just sign this myself. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we got to see it. And we were there. And uh, I went with uh, Tom Connolly from After Buzz. And we we were sitting there watching it. And it it's worrisome while there because as you said you don't want people doing those stupid chants or saying dumb stuff because it's happened so many years before right where they, they at do. hall of fame oh yeah yeah when maria menounos uh inducted bob backland right that's infamous for just being awful right when the crowd was just ruining it the crowd just shat all over it mm-hmm. they they did but you know what i, I gotta say like I think it's a tough situation because they're wrestling fans coming to a wrestling event. Yes. And when wrestling fans spend money to come to a wrestling event and their favorite wrestlers are up there, they want to act rowdy. They want to act crazy. They want to have fun. And they I want to interact that. and get that interaction back. Yeah. It's like, and I feel like WWE wants a little bit of both where they it's like, they want decorum, but they, they also want the car. They want the circus. Yeah. They get, well, they want to show a big, big full arena of look how popular our hall of fame is, which it is, but they also want everybody to sit there on their hands respectfully. And I don't think that's totally, I don't know, fair either to the fans. Yeah. I think it's better to do hall of fame in a smaller venue. I think it'd be more like, if you want it to be respectful, why don't you have some tables set up that looks like some sort of ballroom, you know, because it doesn't make good TV. Yeah. Well, that's why, because they've done it in the past, but it's that, then that's their night. But if 20,000 people, uh, applauding and standing for something. Or also paying for Hall of Fame tickets. That's yeah. another thing also. Well, um, to pay for those rings. Those rings are they, they ain't cheap. Do they man. sell those? Do they have, do they have merch uh, tables set up at the Hall of Fame? No. Good call. <laughs> is it? Is it uh, not is that it, I saw anyway. Like, not where we went. Were you entertained for that? It was a long show, the Hall of Fame. It's were you entertained show. the whole time? That's or were you bored or what? Oh, I got bored plenty of times. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell, I'll be honest with who I got. Lita. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You cough another one and you'll be right. <laughs> Carlos Colon. Yeah, you can cough another one and you'll be right again. Yeah. Ultimate Warrior. Oh, really? Yes. I was I was captivated with Ultimate Warriors. What did he say? What did he say? He said everything. Uh but it's tough though because What did he say? It's available on the WWE. I'm not gonna watch it. Um the tough part about it is when being there at that point, it's already two plus hours. I mean, we're there for the pre-show. It's 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 then gone into the speeches. You've gone through an emotional roller coaster with Jake, with Razor, right? Um, with DDP, right? And Paul Bear, yeah, yeah. And and laughing with Mr. T's and laughing with Kane. Was Ultimate Warrior last? He yes. was last. He He's... was the main event of the Hall. Well, of I guess what and I'm saying then is finding out someone is more can be more of a giving a dull speech than Linda McMahon at times because I thought Warrior was just going to have it nailed, but he, to his credit, he wait, went wait, off wait, the wait, cuff. Wait. You thought the ultimate Warrior was going to come up with a speech he had nailed? 
Have you watched this man ever before before the Hall of Fame? I figured the he... most rambling, craziest ass promos and interviews of all time. You thought that guy was gonna have it nailed. I thought he was gonna have some bullet points <laughs> and a closer. I think, I think he had the magnet. He had the magnet poetry is, pieces from the fridge and a okay. hat, and he'd pull them out and he put them together. Because I think for his old crazy ass promos that he's like. Okay, so what I'll do is I'll start with the volcanoes and then I'll work my way into the gods and then from there I'll work it into the ring. Okay, like that's what he's got. Yeah. That's what I thought. I was wrong. Well, you know, one thing that was really interesting and I wonder if this was apparent watching from the audience, there were several times when he clearly was about to go off on somebody, Hogan or Triple H or Vince, that he was— Or Nick Hogan. Or or Brooke. She was there, too. Yep. All there. Or JR. (laughs) JR seemed like fodder. Or Austin. I mean, tuck in your shirt, Steve Austin. (laughs) Tuck in your shirt in the front row of the Hall of Fame. But— and he was like, you know, he was kind of like, you know, I really feel like I want to just say and then would stop himself and look and wait and go, all right, I'm not going to do that. He came so close a few times to flipping out. And that's part of what kept me so captivated by his speech because I was like, this dude at any second is about to go off. On uh, that's what I was like. Even if he was going last and you were bored, wouldn't you expect every like. 30 seconds that he was Stephanie McMahon was at risk of being torn in half like a phone book. It, it didn't happen. <laughs> but there, there were some fascinating yes. things when watching the show because this was not shown on TV. Triple H wasn't there. Right. Was, no, we, we knew. We knew on TV. Okay. So they, they, there, was a, there, there was a reverse shot and we saw Triple H wasn't there. Yeah. He bailed yeah. once the click happened. Like he was smart. He knew exactly what he was doing. Yep. He bailed for that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Orton was starting to text and or tweet a lot <laughs> during like the 20 minute mark of Warrior's speech. Uh, Michael Hayes was melting into himself, <laughs> like just folding into his sad mm-hmm. pimp pajamas. Um, uh, <laughs> One of my favorite reactions was, uh, uh, oh fuck, who was it? It was oh, it was JBL. Um, only you guys will catch it. But after something Warrior said, he just one of these. He did one of these. Uh, Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. That you said this right now <laughs> to to Farouk and everybody around him, who all were laughing at JBL. Like they were checked out. These yeah. guys, because again, but they hate his guts to begin with. They didn't like him. That was a guy. He was alone in the locker room. He they just didn't got skyrocketed like and mm-hmm. no one got to work with him behind the scenes. Canadians right? love him. And Canadians love him. You know, that was part of, I, I think the whole, the whole kind of ultimate warrior controversy was reignited over this past week prior to his, his, his sad death. But, but the, that whole argument that everybody's been having for whatever, 25 years of like, all right, did he really contribute to the business? Does he deserve to be a Hall of Fame guy? He wasn't a team player. Should that count against him? All that kind of stuff. Drew Carey's in there. It doesn't matter anymore. Well, I think Warrior took real pride in the fact that it's like, hey, you guys all might want to hate on me, but at one point he said something like, it's the 30th WrestleMania, and I'm here main eventing the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So it's like, I did something right, dudes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I did something right. You're not up here. I am. Well, you're he, still talking about me. Yeah. yeah. And and the crowd's going nuts for me. And that I'm still a big enough star that I can legitimately headline this Hall of Fame of the 30th WrestleMania. And he kind of, he he almost said that legitimately to Ted DiBiase at one point. Yeah. Like he called out yeah. DiBiase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it 
it was fascinating to see. I was glad I was there. It's just when I've already had such little sleep on this trip to begin with and yeah. then uh, tired and running around all day. And then it's it's I'm sure like how the people talk about the Oscars or any sort of award ceremony after a while. You're just sitting there. There's no real breaks to go do something because you think you're going to miss something. Yeah. Uh, there's not real. Well, you're going to miss Hornswoggle and uh, El Torito. Yeah. Crashing into Lawler's dick. That's you know? right. It you might don't miss that. Or Barrett. That's the prime example of Barrett comes out. Yeah. And is completely entertaining. That's what right. Is it, what did he do? He delivered the bad news. Mm-hmm. What was the bad news? The bad news was none of you losers are going to be in the Hall of Fame mm-hmm. one day. Right? Right. I've got some bad news. <laughs> uh, Wade Barrett. That's right. Oh, here he is. I've got bad news for all of you gentlemen here. Well, what? you know, you're going to be probably a bad news, but I just would like to say welcome. And welcome back to Why did you guys tell Ron? me Wade Barrett was going to be here? I, but he just shows up. He just showed up on Raw on Monday, and it was a total delight. I just, I hope that, I, even though this is bad news, I'm just, I'm glad you're here. It's great to see you. Welcome. I've got some bad news, Mark Wozeka. What? Do you have children? No, I don't. Well, then I don't have bad news, because I thought Steve Sears was a pedophile with that mustache. What? Look at his mustache. <laughs> That's uh, a mustache of a pedophile. Well, you're right about that, actually. It's true. It's true. If you have children out there, I've got some bad news. Steve Sears looks like a pedophile with his mustache. You know what this mustache smells like? Innocence. That's disgusting. Is That's it? the innocence of a child you have on your mustache. It's really open to interpretation. Innocent interpretation. He's just cold, Bad News Bear. Bad News Bear. He's just cold. <laughs> manure <laughs> I've got some bad news that you will never be in the Hall of Fame yourselves. Well, I wouldn't expect to be in the Hall of Fame. What really? Because you've seen every Hall of Fame. You thought at one point you'd be in the Hall of Fame. Well, I mean, maybe. Oh, no. I've got some bad news. You won't be in the Hall of Fame. What about well, the Curtain Jerks Hall of Fame? Yeah. I've got some bad news. No. Uh, what is it, Wade Barrett? You won't be able to afford it. The, the Curtain Jerks Hall of Fame? That's right. What? Well, There's not a venue small enough to, to afford such a, a place as all well, that. Well, we've, we've got all these back stocks of uh, the jewelry. What is it? The, the ring pops? Those were going to be our Hall of Fame rings. I've got some bad news. What? what? Don't, don't tell da- me the ring pops are gone. The Mrs. Dad ate all of your ring pops. How do you? Oh, oh come no. on. I'm sorry. So you have no trophies to give. Listen, wait, I can't take this. I feel insulted. I've got bad news for you. You're never going to be in the WWE Hall of Fame. Whoa, Mark, take it easy. Come on. Of course I will. I'll have the most gimmicks of everyone. (laughs) So I will go into the Hall of Fame for having more gimmicks than anyone on the planet. Well, speaking of which, what's probably one of your next uh, gimmicks there, Wade Barrett? Well, I've talked about being uh, Wade Wyatt. That was a Uh gimmick for a while. I could resurrect the primetime players. And millions of pounds, millions of pounds. Not right. No, not that's right. not what it is. Well, it, well that's well, it's my interpretation. Okay. Uh, and then uh, well, I could be uh, I could be uh, an evolution. 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 Uh-huh. That's right. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I could be I could be a midget. Yep. Yeah. Well, that, I could have a midget like, gimmick. You're you like six seven, right? Well, yeah. You can't be a midget just suddenly be a midget. You're a tall guy. Or when the creative tells you you've got to be a midget, you've got to be a midget. Well, what if you came out like a, one of those guards with the big poofy hats that can't talk or do anything? Oh, a Buckingham Palace guard. <laughs> yeah, one of those. What if you came yeah. out like that? That's good. That, then I don't have to worry about promos or anymore. Or a British soldier in the Revolutionary War with a tricorner hat and a white wig. That'd be kind of And cool. one of your mustaches that look like a pedophile? I don't think too many of them had mustaches. I think they'd be clean-shaven. Well, that's another gimmick they've given me, is being a pedophile. So I'm hanging around you to well, do a little character research. <laughs> I can say that's why you're wearing a t-shirt, no pants, and a, t- and a trench coat? Yeah, well, I figured this is what, uh, you know, the pedophiles wear. You're doing great. So it's like Repo Man, but uh, it's called a... Uh, 
uh, schoolyard man. And what, you're going to snatch kids out of the audience? I'm going to snatch uh, kids out of the audience. You know yeah. what's really funny is I can imagine that happening on SmackDown, but all those kids always look like really short wrestlers. Like what? like local jobbers they brought in for you know for the for the sketches. The yeah, movie. these are midget uh, that they pretend to be children because they can take bumps. Yeah. So if I need a back body drop one while I'm and stealing then another then you'll one, then you wasteland them in the ring. Yeah, that's right. I'll wasteland them. Right. Or give them the Barrett Barrows. You're gonna get a lot of heat for that pedophile gimmick. I gotta tell you, that's I, uh, good. Is whatever gets me to be champion, a pedophile champion. Yeah, and you know what? I really think you might have more heat on that before you even step in the ring. Uh, I gotta tell you, I love my children. I love my children on Valentine's Day. Yeah. I love my children on Arbor Day. Yeah, Box- I love my children All right, Wayne. I'll see you Boxing later. Guy Fawkes Day. Oh. Guy Fawkes Day. Oh, was well, that the V for Vendetta Day? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the day where British Guy Fawkes so and a bunch of other revolutionaries were going to blow up British Parliament. That's right. Mm-hmm. Sort of a anarchy type day in uh, mm-hmm. England. Mm-hmm. 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 Wow, that was a surprise. Yeah. That Bad News Barrett showed up here. It was. Yeah. Uh, I think Kane... Always, Kane never gets enough credit. Libertarian Kane. Yes, corporate Kane. Corporate Kane. Uh, when he came out, yeah, nice speech to interrupt Mr. T. Yeah, was a mind blowing moment. It was one of the more awkward moments. What you've happened? Ever seen was in your it life. like he did he Mr. interrupt in character? Yes. yes. Mr. T went on for a very long time on up about his mama. Never mentioned professional wrestling. Never said the words <laughs> WWE. Never said WrestleMania. Never mm-hmm. mentioned any wrestler. But he didn't he, he mention the Hall of Fame at one point? I, I don't he, think so. I thought I, he mentioned Hogan briefly. I don't think so. Okay, I, okay. I thought in the clip that I saw, he said, I'm honored to be a part of the, the Hall of Fame. That might have been it. I think that was. And that, that, that was, might have been That it. was a very short clip on the edited version I think version that might have been the very end when he was told by Kane, wrap it the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> he delivered the most insane, inane longest ass speech where he talked for like 20 minutes about how much he loved his mother. It was a hilarious train wreck. You got to watch it, Steve. It, goes, it is worth I'll watching. It, it goes in waves. It goes uncomfortable and awkward <laughs> to hilarious. <laughs> to uncomfortable the, the what chance starts. Yeah. Um, to hilarious where you're like, I cannot believe this is happening. I wanted to see Vince and Triple H's just reactions, like see them backstage <laughs> or see them talk afterwards. Like, what the fuck? Vince McMahon is like, they've, they've said to not thank Vince McMahon. Yeah. That's correct. That's the rule is you're not to acknowledge Vince McMahon. And in those shows, I don't want to be loved. God damn it! <laughs> yeah, that's such that's such weird bullshit. Very strange. But he's, that is weird. He's backstage running, so he's just not he's not there present. And what's going on? Oh, but, so they think it's weird because he's not there. My favorite thing that Mr. T did was he had talked about his mom for like ten minutes straight, only about his mom and how much he loved his mama. And then he just pauses and he goes, "I'm just trying to tell you." I love my mama. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, we get it. And it seemed like that was going to be the end of it. Yeah. And then he just started back up with more about how much he loved his mama. <laughs> I really wanted his speech to end with, and my daddy, he's a motherfucker. <laughs> I hate him like a motherfucker. <laughs> but but uh, Kane was great. Kane came out and, and started his with, uh, I'm sorry I had to stop uh, Mr. T from talking about his mama because I wanted to talk about my daddy. Yeah. And his speech was great. His speech was great. Yeah. It was good. What Uh, was Kane's speech? Who who was for? He talked mostly about Ron Paul, um, American (laughs) isolationism. um, The banking system. Tariffs. Mm -hmm. Audit of the Federal Reserve. Who are the, who's their boss, right? Am I right, guys? Mm-hmm. Who? Who did, did he introduce someone? Did the dangers introduce? of a one-world government. He did introduce someone. They didn't show up. They were quite rude about it. They were quite rude about it, not accepting their Hall of Fame. Paul yeah. Bear? Yeah. Yeah. And then awkwardly, his sons came up, be like, 
My dad's not going to show up. Uh, awkwardly <laughs> for one of them, because one of them was chewing gum. Spit out your gum, dude. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was weird. I know there's a lot of fan hate for that guy. Like, a lot of fans wanted to see him get the shit kicked out of him for chewing gum. Just during his chomping death. on his gum, too. Like, not trying to hide it. It was like a, it was like he ate two pieces of Bubblicious right Maybe before he, was he came up on stage. Maybe he was nervous. And it looked like he was nervous. sizing a couple people up. <laughs> I thought were they wrestling? sizing up like sizing up Orton like queer I can beat him up. Were they wrestlers? No. One of them had a shock of red hair, right? And the other one was completely bald, right? Yeah. Yeah, one looks like Uncle Fester and the other one yeah, I don't remember hair well, I, what he had. In my mind I imagined them as they looked like the Undertaker and Kane. So like remember when Kane came when Kane first debuted and Paul Bear show, like showed up with the red hair and the red suits and sure. he started that's what his son looks like, is he has the red hair. So that big fat one was Kane, and then the bald one, shaved head, like the Undertaker. All right, there you go. Huh? Yes. It all makes sense. Yes, in They're Steve's the real-world equivalents of Yeah, they Kane are the real-world the equivalents of the Brothers of Destruction. <laughs> but he gave a very nice speech about, about Paul Bear's career, and of course he had a— That he Cadillac had, story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell it, tell it. Well, Me? people heard it. Yeah, people heard it. <laughs> Steve hasn't heard That's it. a great Steve story, hasn't guys. Heard it. That's a great Probably story. Probably everyone else. But it's very funny. Like, yeah. again, like, that guy just always delivers. Yeah. And, you know, Paul Bear had such a great career. He he had a gr- he had such a long uh, decades in the business. And he was a big star, you know, in the in the territories as Percy Pringle long mm-hmm. before he became Paul Bear. And I thought it was really cool. Like, he was, uh, he was working championship wrestling from Hollywood shows. Uh, out here, almost up until he died, I mean, he he was working after he, his run he, as Paul Bearer. He was he was working them up. He until was he coming died. work. Was he? Yeah. yeah, he would come here in Hollywood. It's an independent promotion here, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood that that we've all watched and attended the shows and and done done a podcast with those guys. And uh, Paul Bear would come in and work the shows in front of you know a couple hundred people. He just and he loved, would kill it. He was he, great. Yeah, I mean, bring it a hundred percent. Like he just loves the business. He mm-hmm. just loved the business. Yeah, yeah, that's the guy who, who didn't have to. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But clearly did for the love of it. So yeah. it was a it was a really great Hall of Fame. I mean, I okay. Did you cry? No. You didn't cry during Jake the Snake. No. You're no. Hard, you're a hard man, Mark. Jake weirds me out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't cry during him. Is it because he doesn't have those luscious locks anymore? Yeah, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> I cried. I definitely cried being there. What made you cry in Jake's? Because. Uh, like it was a full redemption story. Yeah, like he'd fully come around. Going back to all those memories of the DVD and Beyond the Mat and all that stuff, just yeah. the terrible, terrible things, and it fully came around. And and uh, and DDP was so proud of him, and so happy for him that he really just got to celebrate that it was, night. It was pretty in cool. the worst possible fucking town on the planet, New Orleans. That yeah. they brought Scott Hall and Jake the Snake Roberts to New Orleans. The Party right, Town, yeah. USA. Oh, my God. Right. This Hall of Fame should have been in, like, Salt Lake City for those guys. Yes. <laughs> the driest of counties for WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. That was fucked up, I thought. But I thought that, and, and even though it's absurd that it was Razor Ramon going in, I thought it was great in character. That he did it and that with that signature so line. My assumption is, and I have not heard this reported, my assumption is they want to induct the NWO of Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and Hogan at some point, and that's why they just inducted Razor Ramon this and time Vincent around. And Six Pack. That's right. And uh and Scott Steve, Norton. Stevie Ray. <laughs> yeah. Buff <Joel>. Bagwell. <laughs> yeah, that's my guess. Where's the cutoff? 
Where's the cutoff wolf for pack NWO? Got out right at the end of the wolf pack. There should not be a cutoff. Everyone gets in. <laughs> yeah. oh, if God. you ever got the NW t shirt, you're going into the Hall of Fame. The LWO? Did they get to go in? Of course. <laughs> All right. Uh, the BWO? They're in. <laughs> but yeah, Hall of Fame was, was, it was really great. It was neat to see live. It is a bit of a tough set just because it goes on so long and. But yeah. it's, it's interesting to be there. But, yes, there were moments where the fans were getting a little out of whack. You could make a good argument for smaller venue, um, let let all the wrestlers invite 10 people each. It'll be a more intimate setting, but the it would be a more respectful setting, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, an enjoyable an enjoyable show. Some people were a little dull, but it was cool overall. It's yeah. always cool. It's, yeah. it's always cool. Um, my, my fiance came in a couple times when I was watching it, and oh. she just really despises wrestling. And um you know did she care for the pageantry and the regal nature of the hall of fame i thought maybe the hall of fame will win her over you know she'll see these guys they're being sincere right so she kind of came in she was like i was in the office watching it she was in there working on stuff and she's listening she's listening and then she just goes are these people even serious with all this (laughs) (laughs) Wow. they take themselves so seriously it's wrestling that's what I'm up against at home, you guys. Damn. Hey, but it's still That's real That's what you? I'm up against. Damn. Yeah. So what happens when you get Howard Finkel to, uh, <laughs> to marry you two? No kidding. Because he does it. <laughs> he does? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, coming down the aisle. You've never seen the videos? No. Yeah, you can hire him. <laughs> He'll do the full announcing and everything, and too. And new married couple. <laughs> he does like, all that? It's like you've seen it, Mark. I have not seen it. It's like you've God. seen it. Oh, my God. And that's when you get to wear the tag team belts as you go to the first dance. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Hall of, Fame. Hall of Fame. And if you'd like to hear in minute, painful, excruciating detail about Lita's career, she she did a speech, too. <laughs> True. <laughs> so um, what happened to the day afterwards? Uh, that was... Me and Lita? Nothing. We just parted ways. I said, don't tell me fi- my fiance. Uh, nice. She said, don't tell Edge, Matt Hardy, or CM Punk. <laughs> And I said, cool. And that was it. And we haven't talked since. Oh, that's cool that you passed on uh, cool terms, you know. Mm-hmm. She went back down to Nicaragua, and I'm just chilling here. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, Mark, she was looking for a green card. <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> and she stole something from that guy. What's that? I say real. She stole a fucking mask from whoever that was. I say real. brought it out. No, it wasn't. He oh, yeah. Wear a mask. She stole a mask from a luchador she idolized, and she's like, and I've still got it. And she'd put it up on top of her podium. It's like, I hope some, somebody stole something from you at some point that you really wanted. <laughs> Wait, that was know, important for your career. You know what part of Lita's speech kind of jumped out of me was when she was like, she was like, she, she was like, I went down to Mexico. I didn't know anyone. I was just a huge fan of Rey Mysterio Jr., and I would go anywhere he was. I wanted to meet him and learn to be a wrestler. So I went. Waited after the shows. I was 19, alone in Mexico. I waited after the show, and I, Arn Anderson came out of the building, and and I said I want to meet Ray, and she's like, "You do? I'll introduce you." And she took me up to Ray's hotel room <laughs> so I could meet Ray, and it was like yeah. this amazing experience, a dream as a fan. And I was like, Arn was trying to get Ray laid that night. Yes. <laughs> Does she not realize what really happened there? <laughs> he saw me as a prodigy. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, that's not what was going on. Yeah. And then she's like, so let's all toast. And made those guys drink a beer to the night that Ray didn't have sex with Lita. (laughs) So strange. (laughs) Well, so that brings us into then Sunday, WrestleMania Day. That's right. Um, And then I had, uh, I went to Access that day. Tell us about Access. 
Well, I tell you. What kind of access did you have? Is it cool? Full, full access. Whoa. Pizza rolls? Had them. The to- 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 Totinos with Seamus Tostinos? on the box? Totinos? Totinos? <sighs> Totinos. To- uh, Totinos. <laughs> um, those are fucking good. Yeah. Those are really... You You said at one point you're going to bring those over. Seamus endorsed them. I hold you to it now. Oh, I hold your feet to the boo. fire on those. That what that is he sucks st- dick. He sucks dick. I want Bray Wyatt Cajun jerk chicken toastino toastinos. I think they should be Santino. Santino, Santino toastinos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they were so good. They were so so good. Wow. This is the highlight of Access for you. That was on Saturday. I hadn't eaten anything that day in their lifesaver. I've heard Access kind of sucks. Does it suck or is it cool? It used to really really <laughs> suck. Do use the soccer cool scale. Soccer cool. It used to suck. Okay. Now it's cool. Okay. Because now they have more stuff going on at all times. It's not breaks in between where you have to wait. So okay. there's always something going on. You go to one access session, I think you're good. You wouldn't want to go to many of them. Okay. Because once you've seen it, you've seen it. But what's happening? Like, I've never been to one. What's uh, there? Zack Ryder and Yoshitatsu are fighting in a big ring outside, right? Something uh, like that. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, you're in a convention center. Um, they have the NXT ring set up. So they'll have NXT matches going on. Um, they'll have kids doing like weird trivia contests and stuff like that going on. They have uh, um, what else was another thing? Oh, they'll have like superstars come out and do Q and A's. Like Big Show came out, Ziggler came out, cool um, stuff like that. They have uh, the network set up with a big rig with Matthews hosting and talking all that. So I watched some of that. Yeah, I watched live some on the network. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also there's autograph sessions galore. They have way more set up at one time than they've ever had before. I think total there was like eight booths. So wow. you have like a Legends booth, you have an NXT booth, you have a, a Divas booth, and then you have just a bunch of other. Uh, there's always um, uh, like five or six other booths going on at a time. Cool. Of just other guys. There's the Undertaker's graveyard that they had there. So it's all the tombstones of everyone he's beaten. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, his kids, uh, the Paul Bear's kids are there just cleaning up. <laughs> Chewing gum, just yeah. chewing gum, raking, chewing gum. raking leaves, and uh, they had a they had a uh, a big open casket and a, a gravesite for Brock Lesnar. Mm. Or was how big it for was the, the Undertaker or Ultimate Warrior? And oh no, Steve's just knocking death. Oh, it's a work. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's tagging with Andy Kaufman right now yeah, in the Indies. Um, and then uh, what else was there? Uh, there's also. Uh, video game setup, 2K14. You could go uh, travel all <laughs> so that way. Assassin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> and, Mario um, Paint. Fruity, pa- Pac-Man. Uh, Fruity Pebble Station. There was a climb. Uh, you could uh, take a picture with a cutout of Kofi Kingston trying to grab the money in the bank uh, briefcase. If you go past one step, they yell at you. Well, they why, would you, the, why did the you even want to go past the one step? To get a good picture of you <laughs> climbing out ahead over Kofi Kingston. Oh, they don't want you to go higher on the ladder? Oh, mm-hmm. I see. Because yeah, you yeah. could hurt yourself. That's right. Please do not try this at home. They, you are not a trained WWE superstar. Well, how else am I going to train? How else In your backyard, train? like everyone's supposed <laughs> like to. Like a real wrestler. <laughs> Uh, they had a big By leaping off your garage onto a mattress. <laughs> so, yeah, there, there's a bunch of stuff. But, yeah, you check it out once and then that's it. There's you also a display of like old uh, robes and championships and all that. It kind sounds of like stuff. if you were a kid, it might be more even more fun. If you're seriously like for little kids, it's probably more fun. Or But uh, the little kid has to have a like encyclopedic uh, knowledge. Yeah. Of, I of think, wrestling. Oh, okay, OK. I think if you're an older fan, you dig it once because the okay. crapshoot of who you're going to get to meet that day. Yeah. Um, you stand in line, do all that. But if you're media, 
You ain't got to do that. Now, they, they did this kind of crazy thing. I don't know if you guys heard about this yet because there's been so much going on. This sounds like I'm setting up a bit, but I'm not. But during one of these... <laughs> during <laughs> a little something. Like no, it's this. actually horribly sad what I'm about to say. They, sure it is, Mark. They, <laughs> yeah, uh, lay it on us. <laughs> they did this live uh, Legends of WrestleMania live roundtable discussion live at Access. Oh, they have also a cutout house where they stick those guys in there. Oh. Like one or two at a time and make them sit on the couch with you. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a dream gig for the WWE superstars. Yeah, Hacksaw got very sweaty <laughs> very quick. But um, so they have so so they have Flair on Flair Foley and JBL were all on him. Uh, did did it, you see Flair without makeup on the network thing? Uh, I don't I don't think he had makeup on. Oh, my God. It's scary. I mean, lipstick and rouge, but I don't think he had like TV makeup. Yeah, no, I don't know. We're talking like old man moles yeah. and like blotches. When you see that, it's a fucking scariest boner thing killer. Just a boner killer. But they go uh, Space Mountain closed for repairs. Be- you know what I'm saying? <laughs> because you used to get boners when you saw. Yeah, Rick that's Flair. what I'm implying. <laughs> Up until like '97, when did they? When did your boners start to trail off? When you, you saw know, Rick I, Flair, I, I really liked Uncensored '99, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, "What were everybody's favorite WrestleMania moments?" And they're talking to the guys about it, and then they're like, "Rick, this had to be your favorite moment from WrestleMania 24." And they show like clips of Shawn Michaels retiring, and then they show him. Like hugging his kids, including mm-hmm. his son Reed, who tragically passed away almost exactly a year ago. Mm-hmm. And they come back from this live. They come back from this clip, and Flair is just a wreck <laughs> on this live network show. He's bawling his eyes out. He can't get a sentence out. It was a horrific thing to have done to this guy on live TV. It's like he had forgotten it and they showed him. It's like they had forgotten it. It's like Jesus, dude, really? Who was uh, who was hosting that? Uh, um uh, Cole was hosting it. Of course. Yeah. What JR, JR would have some that fucking ha- tact. That heartless asshole Michael Cole. You know what, Mark? You're right. That wasn't funny, you monster. I told you guys. <laughs> You're right, Mark. That was a boner killer. <laughs> You will never get a boner again <laughs> when you think about WWE access. So access is interesting, but uh, I thankfully we, we Tom and I went there at 8 a.m. to do some media coverage for after buzz TV. And we what, wait, did. what is happening on 8 a.m. of WrestleMania Sunday? That's when that's when you get to see all the hungover wrestlers. Right? Yeah. Oh, That's when Lord. you get to see everybody wearing sunglasses signing autographs. Holy cow. Or the other one, like a guy like Cesaro, who's just awake. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you doing up? I'm just awake. <laughs> I'm just, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we went there and we, we met uh, this dude named Al, who's a, who's basically a liaison for. Snow. Oh, he was there. <laughs> was he? He was in town. Looking weird. You've seen those suits that he wears, right? In TNA, like parking cars. Or imagine his ones that he's not wearing for TV. He's just working his gimmick, man. Sure is. Yeah, we were in a restaurant. And he was there, and somebody, uh, they all started screaming, "What does everybody want?" And then they all yelled, "Head!" And the staff froze in horror. Really? Yeah, because like, you hear that out of context. It's yeah. just a. Like 40 people yelling that? They're that like, are all patrons just eating? If it was Denny's or something, <laughs> and everybody was like, what does everybody want? I'd be like, a blooming onion! 
<laughs> at uh, Denny's? Yeah, they probably got Minion or something. <laughs> moon's over Miami. Yeah, Moon's over Miami. <laughs> what does everybody want? So the suddenly they scre- so there's all these like probably crazy looking wrestling fans like ourselves in there and they're like what does everybody want and the Denny's people are like we're about to get gang raped oh this was like <laughs> a this was a late night uh, Louisiana like even Cajun worse. restaurant even worse mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. can I tell a quick story about when I used to work indie shows I hope it's quick <laughs> I like, hope to yeah. God that it's oh this quick. isn't another boner killer my time boner is <laughs> raging right now Mark and if you kill my time boner. I go back to being a child. I hope this is a ball sweller. <laughs> so I used to ring announce indie shows, and um, uh, one of the main event guys was this guy named Bruiser Bedlam. Uh, he used to work as Johnny Canine. Chris Jericho dedicated like a whole chapter to him in, in, in Jericho's first book because mm-hmm. this guy was such a character. But the dude was like 300 pounds of muscle, covered in tattoos, shaved head, like Fu Manchu with a little tuft of hair, and he wore... Always, legit, he wore a black bathing suit and flip-flops as his regular clothes, and that was it. No shirt, (laughs) nothing else. So he'd show up at the show. It'd be like 10 below in Michigan. He'd have driven down from Canada, get out of his car. He's wearing nothing but this bathing suit and flip-flops and covered in tattoos, just looking like he could kill anybody in a second. But he would go. This is what he constantly wore. So, like, we would all work the show, and after the show, we'd all go to Big Boy or whatever. And he'd come in in no shirt, <laughs> bathing suit, and flip-flops in the middle of winter. And there would always be the—I mean, he was the nicest guy in the world, but looked like— The meanest. The meanest. And um, he is in jail currently for having murdered a couple people in uh, in Canada. Not a joke. And um, he's currently serving boner prison killer. time. <laughs> yeah, there goes but, my uh, time boner. But there would always be this moment, like, I went to Subway with him once, and we went to we would always go to Big Boy and Denny's or whatever was around the shows. And there would always be this moment where he'd walk in where the staff would kind of look at him and look at each other like, do we have to deal with this? Is someone going to deal with this guy and no one ever would (laughs) you know like nobody ever is gonna come up and be like you have to have a shirt on in here sir you're in a big boys at midnight (laughs) (laughs) wow (laughs) anyways chris jericho has some great stories about him in his first book yes i agree he's got good books what is he on now two three books i think he's writing his third right now Mm, okay i believe so um so yeah i'm sorry you guys that was a boner killer (laughs) as long as you can admit it i forgive you all right so we were there, and we got to interview a bunch of guys. We got to interview uh, uh, Cesaro. We got to interview Christian, AJ Lee, which might it might very well be the last interview she did as Divas Champion. Wow. Oh. Cody Rhodes. She going to get another tattoo on her neck the day it ended? Oh, of uh, my hickey? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Want to save it. <laughs> might get a circle around it. I'm just trying to suck her life force away from her. Yeah, well. Uh, I did really want to say, uh, so you're into unemployed guys? Hey. She had that rock on her finger, though. She did, huh? Mm-hmm. Wow. Hey, Punk's still getting paid. By what? The merchandise sales. I didn't buy nothing. Doesn't <laughs> No wonder he's broke. Yeah, that's right. I'm so trying she to had, shut him down. She had the rock on her finger? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I was talking about strudel. So gross. <laughs> Um, and then uh, who else? Uh, uh, well, I think we should play the the clip of the shield right now. I think that's a good one to play. All right. Um, that one went over well. So uh, we're right now we're playing the, the clip of uh, the shield. Me talking with the shield at access.
Scott here with Main Event on After Buzz TV. I am here with two members of The Shield. I'm here with Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose. Guys, second WrestleMania. You're following up uh, the excellent match that you guys had at Elimination Chamber with the Wyatts. How do you guys feel going into this year's WrestleMania? I feel like Superman right now. I feel like we can't be stopped. I feel uh, like we're going to go in there, we're going to run through all those boys, and we're going to go out and celebrate. Yeah, I feel like... Uh... Uh, when we're on our A game like this, and it's a big night like WrestleMania, and uh, there's all this energy, and uh, you know, uh, big time players play big time on the big stage, and uh, I think we're going to be back at the hotel before 9 p.m. and just kind of uh, wipe the floor with these uh, these guys tonight. And uh, you know, it's going to get ugly. Going to get ugly real fast. All right. Well, we're excited to see you guys. Uh, there was some dissension for a little while amongst you, but now you guys are here together. You're signing autographs together, of all things. So it seems like the, the camaraderie is back amongst the shield. Is that safe to say? Who are you to tell us what dissension is? You know what I mean? Like, come on. Oh, my camera guy. We get we have dissension all the time, you know? So. Yeah, but, you know, he still films you, and you still, you know, talk on the yellow microphone. You know, it works. You know There's what I mean? There's a huge difference. I mean, when you take three of the most badass dudes of all time and you put them in a group there's obviously going to be some tension you know we got huge egos because we're badass so every once in a while we may bicker but we're brothers anybody steps in at us we're gonna we're gonna fix it and we're gonna go at them plain and simple man yeah I, iron sharpens iron and we are sharp tonight i'll tell you that well i've soiled myself and i'm excited to see these guys it's wrestlemania thank you shield for your time and i hope you guys get a victory over the authority absolutely go change your draws bro And here is me talking with AJ Lee, Divas Champion at the time. Scott here with AfterBuzz TV. I'm here with the Divas Champion AJ Lee for WrestleMania weekend. It's it's WrestleMania. How excited are you to finally have your first match in the Divas Invitational? Oh, my God. It's really cool because uh, the last two years, I was so grateful to just be there. Uh, but the first time was 18 seconds of being there. And then uh, and last year, we lost, and I'm always the kiss of death. Um, so uh, today, to come in and have a match, but come in as champion and have a match against the entire roster is uh, a surreal and amazing dream come true. Who do you think is the weak link that you're going to go after in the in the Invitational? There's got to be somebody that you're gunning after that you think, well, if I been, if I beat them real quick, I can retain my championship. Oh, gosh. Uh, you know what? I feel like everyone really wants to beat me, so I feel like somehow I'm the weak link in this match. <laughs> and uh, I feel like everyone has something against me, so they're all going to be gunning for me. Uh, so I'm terrified. <laughs> well, hopefully you still have Tamina you know, who's got your back that you've been compensating on main event. We watch the show every week and, you know, it seems like they say you're overcompensating, but I think you guys are just friends through and through and that she'll, she'll be there for you. I mean, who, who, who couldn't resist hugging Tamina? You know what I mean? Uh, she's just, you know, so warm and fuzzy. Uh, but uh, she, I don't know. She she really hasn't had my back lately, and I think she's pretty psyched to have an opportunity at the title. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, even with her, it's still us against 12 girls. So uh, I, the odds are not with me. Uh, I've enjoyed this so far, and I hope I can keep going. Well, we're rooting for you on Main Event. We find you adorable. We enjoy your work so much, and it's great to watch you. And I think all the fans want to see AJ retain her championship. Yeah. A couple of them. A couple of them. You're in trouble. <laughs> Thank you so much, AJ. 
Thank you. And returning guest of the podcast, we got Heath Slater, Jinder Mahal, and Drew McIntyre, 3MB. Scott here with Main Event on After Buzz TV. I am with one of our favorite groups. It's their show on Main Event. They own this show. We look forward to it every time. It is 3MB. All of them are here. Guys, how are you doing today on WrestleMania Day? Man, we're doing great. I mean, it's WrestleMania. I mean, how couldn't we be doing good, right? Getting ready to win this battle royal. Yeah. Yep. Fans are all fired up. Yeah! Mania! God, we're excited. And all three of us are going to collectively win the Rumble. And then split it in three. They're excited. They're excited. Hear that? God! WrestleMania! That's great. So there's no dissension amongst you guys. You guys are going to share the trophy together to as a band. in three yeah, equal I want parts. That. Shoulders and heads. He wants the neck and belly. And I'm he's going to take feet. Yeah. I'm taking Andre's feet. We're splitting it in three. Exactly what we're doing. That's fantastic. And of course, we watch you on main event every single week, watching the show. You guys we are the own main that event show. Of main, main event. event. Get it right. Main yeah. event of main event the every main week. Event a lot. You know? Yeah. Oh, and superstars. Yeah, that's a great show too. But you guys, is there any competition left for you guys on main event? Because you you ran through them all. Matadores, yeah, R Truth, and Xavier Woods. We beat Kofi last week. Right. You know, I mean, uh, we're on a winning streak right yeah, now. We are, and that's why we're going in Mania hot. You know, Momentum. ready. Yeah, we, we are on a roll now. right now. That's exactly what we're doing. Tune in. See three MB collectively win the Rumble somehow. And one more question for you guys. We check on iTunes every week. When is the album coming out? Uh, we got autographs. Yeah, we got to sign some autographs. We're real busy we're right real now. Good. All right, they're going to win. Been good, though. Collectively, 3MB. Yes. Scott, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's a smooth transition back into the show out of those interviews. Scott wasn't ready. No, I was. That's oh. what you said. Man, that was so cool. That was smooth. Well, I like that. <laughs> yeah, so we played those three. The other ones are available, um, of course, uh, youtube.com slash TV. Also on our page as well, there's a playlist, uh, youtube.com slash curtain jerks. Like, comment on the videos. Uh, the Damien Sando one is a personal favorite of mine. You've got to check that one out. That one doesn't play as well in audio. It's visual. It's very visual. Uh, so, yeah, go go like those videos. Uh, that do was a blast you make to out do. with him or something? Uh, which ones? Very with Damien Sando. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yo, you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. He's gentle. Because <laughs> he he's an intellectual, he's Scott. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he knows. He can read signs of how to please someone. <laughs> um, we had the option of talking to Sin Cara. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Well, he's not supposed to talk. Well, he probably would have spoken Spanish the whole time. But isn't that his whole gimmick is that he never speaks? No, he speaks. He oh, has okay. Twitter, Mark. He speaks. <laughs> what does he say on Twitter? <laughs> just ellipses? What if he just signed his sign language? Yeah, I think he puts like uh, he puts thinking. <laughs> everything's everything's within a quotation. Yeah. Yeah. So it's buffering. <laughs> yeah, buffering. Um, 
Who was the cool? Who was the coolest? Like we've all just heard the cam- the interviews on camera, but who was the coolest to interact with out of, out of those people off camera? Out of those people we just heard uh, to interact with off camera. Yeah, like, uh, just when we we're just hanging out, drinking martinis. Yeah, um, or daiquiris. Uh, you know, it is uh, Bourbon Street. I would say actually Heath Slater of all people was <laughs> <laughs> of all people of all the well because I didn't think like. He actually remembered me from the cruise ship. He called right. it out before I said anything. Yeah. Uh, that he, he goes. You were on a cruise ship with him and uh, at the same time, and you did an interview with him for Curtain Jerks for back Curtain then. Jerks, yeah. When he was on his honeymoon. Of right. All <laughs> right. Uh, but I guess it's very unusual circumstances. And I guess I'm a weird looking dude. <laughs> so the two went hand in hand and he remembered me and he was basically vouching to the guys of just saying like, oh, yeah, it'll be fun, man. Like this guy. It's cool. It's cool. And then afterwards, when I said main event, they go, the other two went main event. Oh, this is just for main event. <laughs> and I tried to explain like, no, it's it's Maria Menounos's, uh, you know, network. Like it'll be covered on more than one thing. And gender was just going, oh, all right. And Slater goes, it's cool, man. He'll put it out there. <laughs> <laughs> You, That's right. you were a pro, but you almost lost it there with with AJ at the end. Oh, you were like, goodness. "You're great. You're a great wrestler. You're, you're a good adorable. Champion. You're There's adorable." A, Here's my phone number. <laughs> and then inhaler like Kirby. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was difficult to uh, restrain myself, but uh, God damn, she's adorable. Um, so yes, check those out, and we're hardly even scratched the surface of everything that's happened. Uh, Mark, will you join us next week? To I will, I will, I will. We got so much more to talk about. We'll Thank go you. in the cryo chambers. We'll be in stasis for a week, so that way we don't know anything else that happened in wrestling. It can't influence us in any way. We can't will be us- fresh as wrestling daisies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. I think I just saw Glacier walk in. Oh, I think he's gonna cryo freeze us. <laughs> oh, very nice. Remember Glacier? I do. Everyone, yeah, yeah, Mortal Kombat inspired uh, Glacius. <laughs> That's right. And then uh, next week we'll have audio from when I uh, asked John Cena. A question at the WWE press conference uh, right can, before WrestleMania. I can hear Glacier's freezing powers. Wrap it up, Scott. So, uh, yeah, for Curtain Jerks this week, uh, we're coming back with part two of WrestleMania. I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. I'm Mark Warzeka. Enjoy your wrestling, kids. Receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.